So welcome, everyone. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Um, Tiffany may or may not be joining us today, but we're going to be um, uh, sending her and her family um, lots of um, love regardless. We, we hope she joins us, but we're, uh, <clears throat> we're super excited. Um, one of the things that um, Tiffany and I wanted to announce is that um, she and Natalie and I will be at a booth at the Oil Life tent uh, during convention. So um, um, I know that um, every time we were at convention, um, we always connect with so many of you and, and it's always such a gift to just put a face to the name and, and to actually connect with those who are tuning in and, and um, listening in to this call. So um, Oil Life Tent, um, uh, it'll be at the Essential Emotions booth. So um, if you want to come say hi, um, we'll probably post the exact time that we'll be there um, in the Share Success Facebook page. So stay tuned from that and we will um, we'll keep you in tune. So uh, today I just wanted to share um, a couple of, of quick thoughts about um, failure and, and how important failing is to succeeding. Um, I think a lot of times we have the impression that um, people who are successful just had a straight linear path um, that took them right to the success that they're enjoying. And um, my experience is that the opposite is true. The people who have succeeded the most have also failed the most. And so it's not necessarily about um, doing exactly the right things every time. It's more to do with um, a willingness to put yourself out there, um, to fall on your face, um, you know, to be face down in the arena, as Brene Brown calls it, and to pick yourself back up and keep moving. Um, the, I like to call it resilience. And um, your, your ability to, um, to feel the, the jitters, to feel the butterflies, to um, put yourself um, out there anyways, you know, to, to raise your voice, to take a stand, um, and even to fall on your face, then um, pick yourself back up again. Um, so um, as you um, study the lives of, of those who have had success in any area of their lives, um, you'll find that it's, it's not a straight trail. It, it always has um, lots of failures along the way. So one of my coaches and mentors, uh, Brett Harwood says, the key is to fail faster. Um, it's all about frequency. So if you can um, make those failures sooner and more frequent, then, then you'll get to success faster. So if, if you really want to be successful, put yourself out there more. Be willing to make more mistakes. And, and when we say mistakes, we don't, you know, we're not talking about um, you know, um, doing a, a nude live on, on Facebook, you know, like don't, don't intentionally go out there and, and be stupid. What we're talking about is as you, um, you know, do speeches and as you do presentations, um, you'll have bad days and, and you'll, you'll do things that you'll learn from. And every time that Natalie and I present, it's, it's 
always learning. <clears throat> There's always something that we're like, wow, I'm so grateful that we screwed up in this way because we learned this. So that's my invitation today. Um, fail faster if you want to be successful. So um, let's go ahead and open it up to some questions. Um, if you're on Facebook Live, go ahead and post them in the, in the comments. Um, if you're on Zoom, post them in chat or raise your hand. Let's bring on live. Um, you can even turn off your video if you, if you don't want to be seen this early in the morning. So who wants to lead us off today? We do have um, a cool little announcement. Um, we have a calendar that, did this get posted already? I can't remember if it did. If it hasn't, it will be posted soon. Um, so this is a, 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 an at-a-glance view of convention week, and it's gonna be um, posted in the Share Success wall so that you can see all the things, um, all the events around doTERRA and how to maximize your, um, your experience there. Uh, while we're waiting for the first question, um, why don't we go ahead and talk about doTERRA's new um, kindness campaign. So um, hopefully you've heard about it already, but um, doTERRA is launching a kindness challenge um, and their goal is to hit 250,000 acts of kindness. Um, and, and maybe you've heard of the guy that they're partnering with, um, Leon um, Logothetis. Um, he's an incredible guy. Um, he was working in, I think it was investment banking in London and just high pressure, um, very low job satisfaction. And he finally threw it all over and said, you know what, I just want to study kindness and um, and see if we can create a movement around kindness. And, and so he actually created um, a series on Netflix. Um, I think it's called The Kindness, uh, it's not series. Anyways, the kindness is the main word in the title, but check out the, the Netflix series and go to um, bekind.doterra.com and um, check out what doTERRA is doing. Um, <clears throat> Natalie and I got to participate in, in one of these um, kind of corporate uh, things they did, and I think they'll be talking about that at a convention. So let's, uh, let's reach out, let's be kind, and let's pay it forward and, and share the love through this campaign. It's super exciting. Okay, we've got a question from Trisha on Facebook Live. She says, how do you deal with attendees who want to tell a long story and hog the time? I hear ya. This is, um, <laughs> I've been there. In fact, we were in, um, I, I, was at a, I was running a training recently and we had a lady who wanted to share. And so I gave her the microphone and she started going on and on. And um, 
finally, I just um, came up and I put my hand on her back and I just took the microphone. And I said, thank you so much for your share. So grateful for, for, for you sharing. Sorry, I had some technical difficulties there. So um, I think the, uh, um, the goal is to be clear because clear is kind. So um, when, when you invite stories, um, you might make a comment like, who has a quick share or who has a short um, experience they'd like to share? Um, and sometimes, you know, a lot of times I've heard presenters say, who can, um, do a 20 second share on how peppermint has, has blessed their life or frankincense. So, um, sometimes it's being clear up front, but if you have somebody who's just going on and on, um, you can make little questions like, um, like as they're sharing, you can say, awesome. Is there anything else you want to share? And so you're cutting them off, but you're set, you're, you're making it clear. Hey, we have a we have a finite amount of time tonight and we want you to get to the point. So, so just interjecting questions like awesome. Thank you. And, and so sometimes even just saying thank you for that um, while they're talking, it's, it's a way to graciously receive what they've given and for them to organize their thoughts because as humans, we tend to be lazy. We tend to not organize our thoughts and we, we just kind of go for it and we meander. So, um, I've been there. It's the, the struggle's real. Um, but you can, you can manage the group and you can manage the time by first setting expectations and then reining it in with kindness as needed. So great question, Tricia. Okay. We've got, uh, Gwen, I think I've been following up on some vendor booth leads. Thankfully my calendar is getting more full, but I can feel resistance. As my calendar fills up, I'm fearing getting too busy and neglecting my family. Logistically, I know it's not going to happen if I stay on top of it, but how do I get past the block and not sabotage myself? Well, first of all, kudos to you, Gwen, for uh, being so self-aware that, um, that you recognize the resistance, right? That's, I think that's 90% of the battle right there. Um, because how often does, do these subconscious beliefs just eat us up from the inside before it hits our brain? So um, that's, uh, that's the, the, the biggest win right there is, is being aware. So um, I think um, wh what I would, um, invite you to do is um, to fill in your calendar with the big blocks first. So just like Stephen Covey talks about first things first, you know, put the big rocks in first. So it sounds like for you, the, the first big rock is your family. So put in, in your calendar, in permanent ink, in a Sharpie if you need to, um, the, the time blocks that you will spend with your family and those are non-negotiables. Um, and, and protect those um, with, with your life because that's, that's the only reason we do these businesses is, is 
for the things that matter most, for the people that matter most. So I would block that time. Then once that's blocked in, you can now take a deep breath and you can feel safe filling in other places in your calendar. Um, It might also uh, be healthy for for you to define your business hours. Um, A lot of people like us, especially in the early days, we just did doTERRA all the time and there were, there were no borders, no boundaries. And so it flowed into late at night. We got up early in the morning um, and it wasn't healthy. It was, it was out of balance. So perhaps for you, just creating a hard line with your Sharpie, you know, when the day start, your business day starts and when your business day ends. Um, maybe it's 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Like whatever, whatever you choose, to make you feel safe, but let the calendar be your ally and your friend and um, don't let it control you. You get to take charge of of your calendar and your life and your space. So fantastic question, Gwen. Love that so much. Okay, we've got uh, Jody asking, what do you suggest on first steps be taken after being a little stagnant in the business for a while for both jumpstarting your business for growth and to help lift your team for innovation. Great question, Jody. Um, so anytime we um, take the foot off the gas, I think the, the first thing is um, to, to get in sync with your leaders, get in sync with the builders, the team, the, the, the customers, and just, being um, in alignment with them, seeing the world through their eyes, um, I think is really crucial. Um, So let's say um, you've been out for a few months, maybe a year or more. I would connect first with your leaders and just say, hey, um, you know, life happened. Um, I'm back. Tell me where you are. Tell me, um, catch me up on your your vision, your goals, um, where, where do you see yourself in, in a year, in two years, and just really taking the time um, to be synced up with them. And I, I believe that that's the foundation for massive growth because if, if all of a sudden you come out of nowhere and you start you know, just pushing out team calls and team emails and, hey guys, I'm super excited, we're doing this, we're doing that, um, your leaders are gonna get whiplash. Um, it's going to feel like there's, um, like you just came out of nowhere and it's, it's not going to be, um, synergistic either. So if on the other hand, you're showing up, um, on their Facebook lives or you're showing up doing events with them, then now you have that joint synergy that, um, will not only, um, help them, um, move their goals forward, but um, ultimately that, that's what moves your goals forward too. And I think that's what motivates the team as well um, is, is seeing that, that synergy and seeing that you're back on the scene. Um, awesome, we got a Facebook Live question from Scott Carson. How do you manage good follow-up? Awesome question. Um, so follow-up is something that um, I don't know 
how you are, but for me, it does not come naturally. Um, it's, it feels like uh, there's a never ending list of, of to do's that I can never be on top of. And so <clears throat> I use technology to not only do the, the, the basic follow-up with them, but also to prompt me to do the in-person follow-up. So the app I use is called Chloe, and I'll put the address here in the bar. So it's chloeapp.com, C-H-L-O-E-A-P-P.com. And basically, when I've shared a sample with somebody, I say, hey, do you mind if I follow up with you on the sample and see how it went? Always they say yes. And so I put in their contact info right then. It's just name, email, phone number. And then I, I put in which um, sample they, I gave them. And then boom, it starts dripping on them texts and emails about um, how to use Peppermint, if that's what it was. Um, you know, here's, here's a new way today. And then three days later, here's another way you can use it. <clears throat> then the app prompts me and says, hey, um, so-and-so, um, has gotten these videos or these links, um, might be a good time to follow up with them. So that's, that's how the app works with um, prospects. Um, the same thing is true with customers. Let's say I hold a class and I have three enrollments. I'm gonna put every single one of those enrollments in and the app is gonna let me choose which um, enrollment kit they signed up with and then it's going to start educating them on those oils. Now I'm still gonna do a lifestyle overview because that's one of the most important follow-up pieces in this business. Um, so I'm still gonna do that <clears throat> and the app is gonna prompt me, hey, it might be a good time to reach out and follow up. Um, so the app has the same thing for builders. You know, when somebody's um, just launching their business, you put them in the app, um, it takes them through the launch guide over a 28 day period and it tells them it tells them what like how to invite and how to follow up and how to host a class but then the app tells me because i've put them in my app the app tells me hey they just learned about um how to teach a class might be a good time to schedule a class with them and do some follow-up so i have this crazy belief that um that we as humans um are not computers and what i mean by that is we don't do the, you know, the hundreds of mini tasks um, nearly as well as technology can. So we shouldn't try to. Um, so let's, let's leverage technology like uh, Chloe and, um, and we can do what we do best, which is the human connection, right? We can pour in the love, the care, um, and, and create that, that connection that everybody craves. So that's my uh, two cents on um, follow-up. Great question, Scott. All right, Gail says, it's, I have many people who are excited to enroll last weekend but wanted to wait. How to keep my mindset positive as I wait and what to say or do while they're deciding. Um, I love this question, Gail. Um, I think, um, the underlying question is um, do I need these people's enrollments um, in order to have a positive mindset? Um, so 
that question, um, hopefully when asked that way, can, um, can get you to the, the space where I don't, um, I don't need uh, other people's actions to feel valued, to feel positive, to feel like my business is moving forward. So I think um, it's, uh, you know, as we get into service, as we get into um, trying to change the world, um, it's easy to focus on the results and focus on, is this working? Am I getting um, the, the payback that I'm hoping for in terms of lives changed and, and people making progress and getting results? And um, it's kind of like a rose bush. If, if, you, if you just planted a rose garden and you put in some, some healthy, uh, mature rose bushes, um, if you pulled up the rose bush, you know, every week and check the roots to see if the rose bush is healthy, it's not going to stay healthy very long. Um, and the same thing is true of our doTERRA businesses. Um, if, if we are, um, you know, hinging all of our hopes on the next enrollment or the next builder, then it's going to be a long emotional journey and um, not in a good sense. Like it's going to be hard. So that's my invitation to you is um, to be, um, to, to be fall in love with the process and be detached from the results. Um, we've talked a lot in the past about intention without attachment. So if you can give your heart to the people you're serving and just love them up, but not be attached to um, the, the harvest for that day, then it's going to be a far more joyous journey. Um, and positivity um, will just flow naturally. So great, great question. Um, Tamara from Facebook Live asks, how did you begin to see the vision and potential of doTERRA? What did it take to find your uh, passion to support Natalie and be all in for this business to become your, um, your dream too and not just hers? Such a good question, Tamara. Um, so it was a process. Um, and I, I can tell you that I was a big skeptic. Um, doTERRA was a really, really small company when we joined. The owners were still putting the labels on the bottles. Um, they, I mean, Dr. Hill flew out to um, my brother-in-law's in California to do an event and um, nobody showed up. It was a no-show with Dr. Hill. Um, so um, it was hard to believe uh, lots of times and in lots of ways. Um, Natalie didn't have any experience in sales um, and she had really big goals, you know, just blowing it up with, with her sales. So I was, um, I was skeptical and she had to uh, prove me wrong with, with her success in order for me to see another possibility. So I wish I could say that, you know, I had to sit down with Dave Sterling and he shared the vision and, and I just bought in. But the fact is, um, 
I, I did have meetings with the owners and um, it wasn't until I started seeing Natalie start having um, significant progress with the business. I mean, she built all the way to gold before I started um, seeing um, the real, um, the legs that this business has, the potential that it has. Um, she had um, really only one leader in place, which was Laura Jacobs. Um, and so we, you know, we were pretty much supporting and, and maintaining the other two legs. So um, it was helpful that, that Laura caught the vision and that she jumped in. But I also saw um, one, of the, one of the biggest turning points for me was um, we really, I mean, I saw Natalie just put her whole heart and soul in for the first two months. And, um, you know, after month one, um, you know, she, she hit her goal and um, I thought, okay, um, you know, we woke up the first day of the next month and we log into our back office and there's zero volume. And I thought my heart just dropped because I, I thought we get to do that all over again. Like that's what this life is going to look like is just hustling every single month. But then as the month moved forward, you know, the fifth and then the eighth orders started popping up on their own without us reaching out and, and, you know, selling uh, more oils. It was, it, it was the first time that I, I caught the vision for this thing they call residual income. You know, I, I'd, I'd heard about it. I played the games by um, uh, Robert Kiyosaki. Uh, Cashflow was the game that he created. Um, he's the author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad. So I'd heard about this idea of residual income, but it wasn't a reality until that second month when I started seeing those loyalty rewards orders show up. Um, so that was the, the birthplace. But then it wasn't until I started seeing other people um, catch the vision and they wanted to hold their own classes and they wanted to start building. And that's when I said, you know what? Um, if this has a compound effect, just like, you know, we learn about compound interest, putting money in the bank and it starts working for you. If the same thing applies with people, if I can, um, if I can understand their hopes and their dreams and I can give them a vehicle that helps them achieve those dreams, then there will be a, a compound effect with people as well as, as the, the money, the, the business will have a compounding effect too. And so I was like, okay, this is, um, this is a legitimate business. And then what I saw happen was as people um, were stretched outside their comfort zone, as people had to do things that were uncomfortable to them. You know, at first we shared mostly with stay at home moms who had never done any kind of business before. And for them to be stretched to, you know what, I'm going to go teach a class. I've never taught anything before. I'm going to, I'm going to do this because I love the oils. I saw a shift as people developed as leaders and as they became um, such a greater version of themselves. Um, and that's when I was hooked. When I saw 
that um, the, the inherent growth process as people engage in the business, as they start um, you know, to, to do hard things, to share samples, to follow up, um, to ask for a sale, to, um, to, to ask people to build with them. You know, these, are, these are scary, hard things. And, and it works. Like it's so incredibly effective how the doTERRA building process, it raises leaders. And, and so I, I fell in love with the process of, of raising leaders. So it wasn't until Natalie had built uh, to platinum that she said, you know what, Andy, I, um, I'd love it if we could do this together full time. And, and so by that time I could see the momentum and I, I quit my job and joined her full time ever since. So that's been my process. Um, it's, it's hard. Um, I, men especially, I think tend to be hard headed and thick skulled and they are stubborn. Um, more, I think more so than women in general. And so, um, the more you can just inspire with, with your success, I think the more you're, you'll be able to get that, uh, that husband on board. So great, great question. Thank you for the, for that question, Tamara. All right. Also from Facebook live, we've got Sharon. How would you suggest someone schedule a lifestyle overview when it's been many months since they enrolled? Um, original date rescheduled and kept putting off a second meeting. So, um, I think that, um, sometimes we, um, we might be getting too strict about, um, the formalities of this business. So let's say, um, we told people, Hey, um, we need to do a lifestyle overview. So when can we do that? People don't know what a lifestyle overview is. And even if you explain what it is until they know how it's going to um, solve their problems, then it's just noise. It's just one more thing that, um, you know, that's on, that's on their to-do list. And after a while they forget why it's on their to-do list. And so your job is, to, um, to, to be a, such a servant leader and to be so in tune with um, who they are and where they are that um, this follow-up becomes their top priority. So, you know, in, in this case where it's been many months since they enrolled, um, I wouldn't say, hey, when can we do that lifestyle overview? I would say, hey, when, when can we go have a sit down? You know, when can I take you to lunch? Um, I just want to catch up. I just want to hear about your family and how you're doing. Um, I think <clears throat> that proving to them your commitment to them as a person first, um, may be what's blocking them from following through with the lifestyle overview. So, um, reestablish that bond, you know, make that connection really deep and really clear. And then you'll be um, so much more successful in getting some sit down time. And, and maybe it takes 45 minutes to reconnect and catch up. And maybe you don't even get 
to the lifestyle review, or maybe it's only 10 minutes at the end finding out about their, their health issues. But the, fi- the fact is, as you, um, as you connect, you're going to be discovering what's coming up for them. You know, maybe their life's exploded and, um, you know, they've got these really big things. What, what does that mean to you? Opportunities to serve them in their need. Anytime somebody's life gets derailed, you know, we can't throw up our hands and say, oh, geez, well, they're not going to build doTERRA with us. So um, I guess we're not talking. Or you can seize an opportunity to, um, to really um, pour into them and, and to create massive value. And what that does is it creates massive trust. And, and people only do business with people they like and trust. And so if, if you're looking for loyal customers, if you're looking for loyal builders, create massive value. Pour into them and, and that will create the bedrock of, of a strong, strong business and relationship. So great, great question. Okay, we've got a question from Trisha on Facebook Live. Where do I find out how to do a lifestyle overview? I've been inactive for a while and I'm not familiar with the term. Okay, let me show you the page on doTERRA's website that, um, oh, why is it not opening a tab? <coughs> okay, so if you go to doTERRA's main website, scroll down to the bottom and it's got empowered success. So you click there and then you just click on the live guide and the live guide is the skeleton for a lifestyle overview. So um, you can um, watch a video right here on, um, on how to go through a lifestyle overview. So Boyd Truman, um, one of the top three or four leaders in the, in the company, amazing guy. Um, he, he'll be your guy, uh, to mentor you. So, um, that's, that's how to learn how to do a lifestyle overview. Um, I think we have another video on the, uh, the share success, um, YouTube channel. Let me just check that real quick. Um, So lifestyle overview, maybe share success. There we go. Okay, so the first video that comes up is how to how to do the lifestyle overview, and this one's with Laura Jacobs. Um, it does follow an older version of the Live Guide, but it's probably ninety percent the same. And Laura will probably give some um, you know some fresh um, language and some fresh um, perspective on it since she was one of the key authors of the live guide so you know if i were you i'd probably actually start with this video just because laura was so pivotal in the shaping of the live guide so um, just google um, lifestyle overview share success 
and that'll be your, she'll be your next best friend. She's an incredible teacher, an amazing leader. So that's how you do a lifestyle review. Okay, um, we did Tamara, we did that one. Okay. Um, oh, uh, it sounds like there's a, a new one with Kelly Wilson um, teaching how to do the lifestyle overview. She is another incredible leader, presidential diamond, so, so great. Um, but maybe that's not live yet. So sounds, Mark Weaver's telling me that they maybe shot that in April or, um, but it's not quite updated yet. So a couple of great resources there. Um, oh, he's saying it is live. So that's great. Um, okay. Oh, great. The link. Okay, so the link that Mark posted. Nice. Okay. So this is um, fantastic. Okay. Even better. Okay, so this would be, this would follow the new live guide and um, Callie is giving a lifestyle overview to Casey Vaudry, another presidential diamond rock star. So, um, so there you go. Wow, thank you, Mark. Great resource. All right, do we have any other questions today? Anything we can support you with or, or coach you on? Um, I will tell you that um, I think they opened up tickets for a convention. Um, so um, let's see. Uh, maybe Mark can update us on that if, if there are still tickets. But I thought they opened up a new batch of tickets. But um, the live stream is still available, so definitely um, check out the, the live stream if you can't attend live. Um, okay, we have a question from Facebook Live. Um, Jos uh, Josie says, how do you explain to someone how great this business opportunity is and the potential? So, um, great, great question, Josie. Um, the build guide is my favorite way to, to tell someone um, just exactly what the business opportunity is and, um, and why it's so great. Um, the build guide does a great job of giving you uh, questions to ask and, um, and discussion points to follow to guide a meaningful discussion that um, could inspire them to, to see the vision and to personalize the invitation. Um, so, um, you know, it asked lots of questions like, what would you do if you had an extra, you know, a few hundred bucks a month? Um, what, what possibilities would be open in terms of travel or supporting good causes or taking care of debt or, you know, it just, it really helps bring alive what the business opportunity is. Um, a lot of us have attached meaning 
to uh, business success. You know, we've, to us, um, it's just a given that if you can create this residual income, it's like game over. It's the, it's the best thing ever, but it takes time and it takes qu good questions to lead people to that conclusion. Um, I can't even tell you the, I mean, the, the heartbreak that it is to me when I see um, how many people are just in the rat race, right? They're just on this treadmill of, I only work to stay alive and it's, um, it's just a grind every single day. Um, and that's just reality for most of the world. Um, they, they don't even believe that it's possible to get out of that rat race, to create something different. And so the build guide leads you through the series of questions and, and conversations to open their minds to, to new possibilities. So um, I was gonna add a link uh, from, again, you just go to Empowered Success and you go to Build Guide. So here's the link to that on the Empowered Success website. So the Build Guide, um, you can download it, you can buy it. Um, you've got Justin Harrison taking you through. The other thing that I would add is um, be sure to tell some stories, you know, tell how, what it was like when you got your first check for, you know, $23 and fast starts and, and how that opened your mind. And then, you know, maybe you, you got a check for $300 and that helped you pay down a car payment, you know, you know like get specific and get personal. Um, and maybe if you don't feel like you've had much success, um, talk about other people in the business. You know, talk about your, your closest upline and, and share specific things that have inspired you along the way. Um, and the more uh, personally you share it, uh, the more personally you make it, um, especially in connection to um, the things that have inspired your heart, um, the more it will inspire others to, to that business um, possibility and, and engaging the business. Great question, Josie. Okay, Mark has posted the link to the um, convention tickets, and it looks like those are gonna be available until August 30th, unless they sell out again. So, great, great news. Um, one tip that I would give to those attending convention live, um, you know, if it's, if it's in your, within your means, I would buy access to the live stream, even if you are attending live, just so that you can be fully present and not be snapping pictures of every single screen or trying to take notes of every single thing that's said. Um, if, if you just put down the distractions, um, I promise you the experience will be two to five times as good. So just give yourself that space and permission to be fully present. And, and if you watch the live stream, um, when you rewatch it, you could, you know, invite a friend to watch it with you and, and inspire them too. you know, tell them what it was like to be there in person when this new product was announced or, you know, this, I don't know, um, doctor was speaking or this grower was, was sharing. So those would be my, um, tips for, for maximizing convention.
All right. Well, if we don't have any other questions, then um, maybe we'll wrap this up. Um, thank you again so much for uh, being here. And most of all, thank you for being you, for being uh, a messenger of, of hope and a messenger of healing. Um, the world needs us. And um, we, we get to be the bastion of hope for so, so many people. And that can be intimidating or it can be inspiring that people are waiting for you to, to find hope. Looks like we have one last question. Um, Paulette from Facebook Live says, how do you keep your focus and determine what to focus your attention on when so many things feel like a priority? Such a, a reality, right? Like that struggle of keeping first things first and, and, and choosing what matters most. So um, I wanna share a concept. I think it was from the book, um, The One Thing. Um, so in that book, he says that um, priority, if you look at the, the roots of the word priority, um, it always meant the one thing, right? The one thing that matters most. Um, it wasn't until, you know, just recent history, like the past, I don't know if it's 30 or 50 years, that we here in the West made, made priority a plural. And so we said, you know, what are your top priorities? You know, somebody might have 10 priorities or 20 priorities, but that the use of that word is not true to its actual meaning. The fact is there really are only one or two key things that matter most. And so um, I highly recommend that book, One Thing. Um, there's another great book, Essentialism, which um, is one of my favorite all-time books. Um, you just, you can't read that book too many times. Um, it, it's all about um, how focusing your energy will take you so much further than being scattered, you know, trying to accomplish 10 huge goals. So I'd recommend reading those books and, um, or at least read the summary and, um, and get, um, get clear on what your one thing is. You know, if, if you accomplish nothing else in the next month, what would that one thing be? If there was one thing in the next six months, the next year, what would it be? So um, getting clear on, on your priority, your one priority, your number one goal is, is gonna make all the difference for you. Um, so there's a, gosh, I could go off on essentialism for a long time, but um, I would say, um, once you're clear on the one thing, then um, you'll be blown away by how productive you can be and how powerful you can be because you're laser focused, because you're able to give your whole heart to that thing that matters most. Um, so um, just get clear and um, 
Clarity leads to certainty and, and certainty creates power. So that's, that's the good news. And I believe that both those books are available in Spanish. So go check them out. Um, they're incredible resources. Awesome. Well, with that, I think we will um, say uh, until next week. Uh, so thank you all so much for joining us and thank you for being um, healers in your own home, healers in your community and um, change makers. Um, I honor you and, and thank you for all that you're doing. And uh, let's, let's keep on lifting and loving and, and changing the world. Thanks so much.